0: Well, welcome to the show. I'm Dr. Hey, Corey thanks. Allen alongside my wife, Pam, where uh, there's been some feistiness in our house this morning.
1: Wait. I think you're enjoying it. My guess is you're enjoying it. I'm enjoying
0: it. Some of the way it's going, it's kind of like it's a little too close to home on, wait, I don't know if I see myself that mm. way. I don't know if I like that edge or okay. that kind of component of me, but it's there obviously because it's being pointed out. But It's
1: just more intimate. We're being more that intimate. That is
0: exactly it. Well, this is Passionately Married where we want to have conversations with you, just like we're having conversations now. Um, so we want to know what's going on with you, what kind of questions you may have, topics where we can go with the show, 214-702-9565 or feedback at passionatelymarried.net. That's the way you can let us know what's going on and how we can speak to what's going on in your world Mm -hmm. and what's going on in ours right now. Um, This is the final week as the airing of this show right now here in the graduation week in our home. We've got a senior graduating towards the end of May, 2023 is the uh, sex seminar going on with the dating divas that are putting that on. So this is the last opportunity. So if you go to passionatelymarried.net forward slash divas, you get a chance to get 31 sessions on the topic of sex and all that that encompasses for 20 bucks. And I've got one of them in there on how sex is a language and we're always communicating. So if you want to take advantage of that, passionatelymarried.net forward slash divas. And also, on our side of the equation here, Pam, mm-hmm. for this summer, so the rest of May, June, July, and August, okay. if you want to join the academy, and that is either the full level or the master class level on the monthly, monthly basis. level, basis mm-hmm. for it, if you use the code SUMMER23 when you're signing up, mm-hmm. your first month is free.
1: Okay, so it's time chance, to try it out.
0: Chance to check it out, see what's going on. It's a wonderful group of people. We had a coaching call last night at the time of recording this.
1: Yeah,
0: where there's always great dialogue, yeah. and then there's a hangout afterwards where it's just like these are friends. These are people that we've done a lot of life alongside, mm-hmm. and are are great collaborators. And they push back on things, and mm-hmm. I mean it's good friendships that are that are evolving here, and so. Yeah. Come join it. So if you go to go to forward slash academy and if you join on the monthly level on either of the academy levels, which is masterclass or full level, first month is free. Use summer 23. Very cool. So today here's what we're doing for the show. Uh, on the regular version today. Um, Pam and I are celebrating 30 years on May 29th mm-hmm. which awesome. Happy anniversary to you baby. So we're going to talk about what, have, what are our takeaways from 30 years together. And they're fun. Yeah, they are. To talk through. And, and a couple kind of deep. I mean, We'll go there. We'll go there. And then on the extended version today, which is deeper, longer, and there are no ads, you can subscribe at passionatelymarried.net forward slash academy and use summer 23 and you get the first month free if you do the monthly level. Um, we're going to look into the world of snooping and how, and how spouses and why spouses do that.
1: Interesting. Snooping, snooping on the spouse.
0: Snooping on each other's electronic devices Perfect. and keeping up and checking up on. There's actually a study that I, I was presented with that has some data about where it stands with couples and partners and people.
1: Seems like a recipe for disaster.
0: All that's coming up on today's show. So thirty years ago, we said I do to each other. We did. And as of May 29th, 2023, we're still saying I do to each other. Yeah. And what a ride it's been. Yeah. So far.
1: Yeah. Better now than it was then.
0: Absolutely. I mean, from our conversation this morning, um, one of the things I did as a repair attempt statement to try to cover some of the things I let (laughs) slip (laughs) that didn't land the way I was intending uh, was I will take where we are now or over any stage we've ever been. Oh, yeah. Right? Because the the path of what we've got going on and the work we've done and just who you are, uh, who I am, I'll take that.
1: Oh, I will too.
0: And, and Any just day that we see can. it as keep going and keep growing because uh, it's quite the collaboration mm-hmm. in a lot of ways and most of the time. Granted, we have times where we're not collaborating well. We'll own that.
1: Yeah, but we react better now.
0: Absolutely, we do. And so... So from 30 years, this is, this is some of the things that we've gleaned from this journey together. Some takeaways, yeah, okay. This is some of the stuff that has stood yep. out that I think will help speak to other people. Um, yep. And we, we'll just kind of expound on some of these different points because there's value in recognizing what's earned.
1: All right. Well, you want to kick off with first one? I will. One? And okay. so the
0: first one that, that I look back on my journey um, with, with you together is I am my biggest problem.
1: Me too. <laughs> that, me too.
0: That the things that keep coming up that will trip me up, and relationally speaking, I want to so badly blame you. But when I recognize there is a common denominator in this equation, me. And it's me. Then I can recognize, wait, if I shift, if I adjust... If I get better at recognizing your phrase of what's being exposed here in me yeah. and get better, then I start coming back. These are some things that came back to me, Pam, is uh, I have unspoken assumptions all the time that hurt me because I read you and I'm just reading it wrong because it's off of an old map. You know, and That's the other one, too, is my, my maps of you need to be updated regularly. <laughs> so I'm dealing with the woman in front of me. Not the woman from 10, fifteen, 20, thirty. yeah years that ago.
1: that goes for me too. i I, uh, I fall victim to that as well, right. with you? And yeah. so
0: I think it's recognizing that uh, when when I can really start to see the main problem when there are rough points in our marriage and rough points in life, um, first and foremost, one of my main problems is me. and And when I can look at yeah. it that way, I stop stepping on my own feet and tripping myself up. And I get a better picture of what am I really fighting? What's really going on here? What's the real issue that I'm facing that where I just need to do the work of growing myself up? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's where I go back to the question that I um, asked myself of would I want to be married to me? I mean, this is that same comment. And if I'm at a point where I wouldn't want to be married to me, well, I've got to start asking those questions you're talking about what is it I'm learning from this? What is it that I need to be better at? Mm -hmm. Um, and if I'm not asking those questions, if I think that I don't share in whatever's going on, then I'm probably not something, someone that (laughs) anyone else would want to be married to. Cause I'm thinking I'm holier than anybody else.
0: (laughs) But It's so easy to take high ground in these things, isn't it? Yeah. Where, where you look at what's going on and you're like, well, that's nothing about me. That's, that's Why can't you get your act together? And not that that's not true. There's some truth in that because yeah. the recipe seems to happen in marriage repeatedly is when one person reacts, the other person reacts too. You know, that's where I use the phrase, most issues in marriages are overreactions to another person's overreaction. Right. And we spiral that yeah.
1: way. Yeah. But if I'm, if I'm getting mad about something I can't control then i got to figure i got to focus on what i can control and mm-hmm. that's me
0: and and that's so good because when i can grow myself up and i do the heavy lifting and i create something i deem that's a whole lot more worth being married to that i yeah. would, that i would say yes to more often than no to at least i'm presenting me yeah and i give real choices then to my spouse yeah
1: Support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. It's wedding season and Honey Love came out on top for the best wedding day shapewear. They also came out on top for the best parent of a graduate shapewear.
0: Oh yeah, baby.
1: (laughs) Whether you're a bride, a guest, or looking for an everyday gift, Honey Love is your go-to for all things shapewear. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. You'll immediately feel and see the difference. We have an exclusive offer for our listeners. Get 20% off your entire order with the code PASSION at honeylove.com. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com and use the code PASSION. The Superpower Short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. But it doesn't stop there. Honeylove has more than just sculpt wear. They have incredibly comfortable bras, tanks and leggings for everyday support. They've revolutionized the bra game so you no longer have to deal with the uncomfortable underwire without sacrificing support. Get shape and support. Treat yourself to the best shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com with the code passion. Use our code passion at honeylove.com. So then the next one, next kind of lesson or takeaway we've had uh, from 30 years is to keep the big stuff, the big stuff Mm -hmm.
0: and don't sweat the small stuff. Right. Right.
1: We, it's, it's interesting to look back on 30 years and, and look at some of the times when the small stuff kind of took precedent and it was arguing about the things that weren't the real problem. What, yeah. what, what is the real problem? And when we don't address that, there's just still this underlying illness and maybe we're trying to treat some symptoms here and there, but we're not going after the core of what we need to go after. Right. And what's the point in that? You know,
0: right, that's, that's where it's so easy to fall victim to. We don't let the problem stay the problem. We become part of the problem. Yeah. Because it turns personal. And what jumps out to me with this, Pam, is the the big stuff, because some people could be hearing this, well, what are the big stuff? You know, what is that? And to me, what incorporates the big stuff is what are some of the main principles and values you want to live according mm-hmm. accordingly to? Um, what are some of the goals and philosophies you have for parenting and how you want to live and being a steward of what you have? And who you are, and your interactions with the community and those around you, money is a big one. Time, how do we spend it? Where does it go? Do we, you know, do we have common interests? Do we not? Those there's yeah. a, there's okay in both. Yeah. On that, um, and then spirituality. I think those are the big value things. Those are the ones that repeatedly keep coming up as gridlock issues. So that's why I would think, okay, that's a different depth than. Wait, this goes on the top shelf in this in the fridge, <laughs> rather than no, it can go in the drawer. It's okay.
1: Sure, but I think you go even go deeper into what's the big stuff when you money, for example. Well, I can when you talk about the small stuff, it's um, you can talk yourself into acting. Well, to thinking that something small is really big, right? Yes. But what the big thing is really, what is your meaning behind money? What's the big picture that, uh, on how you think it should be spent or saved or managed? It's not really, you spent $5 on this.
0: Right. It's the and, meanings attached yeah, to these things. It's,
1: those little things are what are the triggers for whatever your big thing is. Right. So, So try and... Wade through the muck of all the little ones and get to what the core is and spend your time on that mm-hmm. rather than nitpicking every penny. Right. I mean, that's what I did early on, right? Every I remember dollar fifty for a taco at Taco Bell, I would we don't have any money. You spent money on a taco. I mean I don't know if that's over the top or not, but maybe not too far from what I did early on. <laughs> quite honestly. Right.
0: Right. But this is that adage of we don't fight about things. We fight about the meanings attached to things and the meanings show us our values.
1: Yeah. but And way back then, though, I didn't understand mm-hmm. the meanings. I didn't. I, it, the, Well, I didn't understand it. I got of that. you. Yeah.
0: And then this one of the ad, the, the last little thing on this sub point here is we we go through this journey relationally. This has been our journey. We go through this individually Mm -hmm. and together, because this goes back to that first point of I am my biggest problem. And sometimes it's because I've not clarified what are my real values here?
1: Yeah, I don't don't, know what my negotiables here. Mm -hmm.
0: I just know I'm reacting to a discomfort rather than I've done the work to get to this is what this really means, because then I can start to vary that and widen the lane a little bit. To where it's like, okay, if I go this route and do a $1.50 taco, I'm not being irresponsible with my money. No, That's that's just kind of a, okay, yeah, that's fun. Because it's all change I found in the couch (laughs) (laughs) or in the car or whatever. So fantastic. Go have some fun. Because maybe one of the values I have also is I want to have fun in life. I want to enjoy some things. Or maybe I need to enhance that. Because then I'd be more enjoyable to be around, and I'd want to go be around. Yeah. So it's just all these kind of build off each other, and so when you can recognize what's my meaning, what's the real thing? One of my professors actually said, when if money is one of your big hot button issues, those of you out in the nation, grab money, whatever it is you have, fan it out like it's a, a cards in your hand, okay, and have a conversation with it. Like literally out loud, what do these things right here in front of you mean?
1: You and your money, not your spouse. No, it's you, you, and, and your it's money. you and your money. Have a
0: conversation with your money. Because what does it mean? There's also a fantastic book, The Psychology of Money oh, out there. I yes. can't remember the author, but great just Google book. The Psychology of Money because it's looking at the whole concept of the deeper parts of it yeah, and what we attach to it. And that's a great, a fabulous resource for mm-hmm. helping us along our journey. So we'll pass that along. So another takeaway to me is know your role. Know your strengths. Know the know the 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 part you play in your marriage and in your family. Because some people could hear this as know your role means well men need to be men and women need to be men, women and yeah I think there's some truth to that play play the part we play but also play your play the part you are in the system because we use the framework of higher desire lower desire yeah. So if for us, I'm the higher desire when it comes to sex most of the time. So be a good higher desire. Mm-hmm. Play my role well.
1: And I'm the higher desire on like money and and saving and An adventure. Man, managing that adventure. So it's my role to step in. And if I want that, I've got to step up to the plate and mm-hmm. take care of it.
0: And then there's also the component of how we have raised our children. hmm that um, I have been the one that's been more flexible, so been more predominant with the kids as far as home getting them to and from school, the involvement levels a little different as far as time goes because your your career has created what it's created for us and who you are, but it's playing to our strengths
1: it is but that that one for me maybe has been the hardest one okay because. My vision of myself has always been: I'm going to be the mom that's there at all the school events, mm-hmm. and and I
0: you you've I been in a lot. Of them. Usually,
1: make most all of them, but but the uh, the mental game there of trying to make all that happen, trying to be super mom and be at those things, and whoops, I hit the camera, and also want to do everything else um it can take a mental toll mm-hmm. and so at what at what cost so maybe i was too hard on myself on that even still today cuz i still want to be in every
0: thing yeah uh, playing to your strengths doesn't mean it's always comfortable also Good point. right because yeah. there's this element of okay wait i can see that this is probably the better choice for where we are who we want to be and back to our values yeah but it also means I've got to confront, because even in this journey early on, I mean, I've had several different clients or people that have emailed into the show when they've heard about our journey, and maybe they do from this one too, that, hey, so Corey, you're saying you took kind of a backseat of the provider role as most typical men, and we're stay-at-home dad to a degree. I'm like, yeah, well, that was a journey for me for a while, of, mm-hmm. and it still can be where I have to have my accountant wife say okay what did I actually provide to the family financially here so I know because my wife does the shell game of accounting world and I made 11 dollars
1: there's no shells here it's all perfectly legal and legitimate we're just saying exactly I'm just good at it
0: we don't have Enron here that you are absolutely right you are good at it but it's but it's that idea of seeing it of know the strengths you each play in the system as it evolves and play to those. That's the better collaboration here. And then the other thing I would add, and this is to the husbands, um, I really think one of the roles husbands need to to really refine and do better, or constantly make sure they were doing and, and thriving in this role, is set the tone well for your marriage and your family, which basically can be summed up in your solidness, creates stability and consistency for the system.
1: I agree 100%. So when you're
0: there with your family, when you're there with your wife, be there. Mm-hmm. And then move to the next thing you need to do. The example I use for this the most, that, that makes the most sense to the Hustle Mastermind groups I run when we talk about this subject, uh, the two things that stand out to me on how, how this actually plays out. Mm-hmm. One is our son. When he was younger, he is a he was a Lego player. He would lay out all those Legos in his in his room mm-hmm. and just build, and then they would stay for a long time. And then he'd build more, right? And so one of the things I tried to do was, on a walk past, if he was in there playing Legos, I would try to deviate for a moment, get on the floor with him for five minutes, and build Legos. Be with him for a moment. And then move on to whatever the next thing was I was going past his room to do anyway. Yeah. Right? And then the other thing is today, as of as of today, um, since I work from home most of the time, all the time, when you come home, I try to meet you at the door or yeah. at your car, because I think that sets a tone of, I'm so glad to see you, welcome home, get in here, <laughs> you know, it, well, let's go. This is the transition to the next stage of the day. And I think those are tangible ways husbands can set tones of solidness. At least that's what works for me. There's a lot of ways to do this, but that's what I'm talking about on setting the tone. Do you mm-hmm. agree?
1: I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. Okay. And one of the things I found um, from, from my perspective is, is being pointed at Asking how your day is going. Right. And listening. And not just vomiting all the things from my day. <laughs> because it it took a really, really long time before I realized how off putting that was to you mm-hmm. to for me to I, I, I guess I was being super selfish and not I was never ever asking you how your day was. I'd come in and blah blah blah, blah, blah about mine and whatever happened and then there wasn't even the question of hey babe how was your day right fill me in
0: um that would that would come up but it wasn't elicited is what you're saying it wasn't it was con- it would come up in the conversations all
1: right but, yep. but our husbands want to know that we care they want to feel wanted in that aspect mm-hmm. that i care about what happened with you today that's good and i think that's a that's showing respect for your spouse as well. That's good. Um, so the next one, as we roll along, laugh at yourself and each other and laugh with each other. Mm -hmm. I I think a a big turning point for us was, I mean, a specific day when I was, it was one of those, I was just going off about something and Corey just, he put it out there and he said, so you feel better? (laughs)
0: I thought I was like going to get pushed out of the car after I said that. And I it saw was your in face. In the car, driving
1: down <laughs> Highway 75. And and he said that. And it was just this light bulb went off in my head. And I just started laughing. I'm like, oh, well, I don't know if I feel better or not. But it was pretty funny that that was his response. Because what I'd been doing wasn't necessarily rational.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, it was a little bit of a it complaint was best. <laughs> oh grumble, my gosh.
1: And who wants to listen attack, to that? Kinda, so, yeah, pseudo
0: everything It yeah. was a
1: perfect response you feel better um, and and it was funny because that really is what started that point is what started our journey to laughing at ourselves more and laughing with one another more about
0: mm-hmm.
1: maybe something that was over the top that we reacted poor we or have
0: to be tactful with how we laugh at each other. Truly. Right. There's there's some element of reading the situation and making sure it's not an attack.
1: Yeah. Don't be oblivious to your spouse's feelings. Right. But
0: it, but I think laughter is a incredible repair for a lot of couples and people. Yeah. And so when you can incorporate that in marriage, it's so life giving. Mm-hmm. And it just changes the the, the tone of the fo- of the house and the moments. Yeah. And you can do that. If you can't do it in the moment, do it after.
1: Do it after and realize that so many things that we do, okay, if if we were watching a video of someone else <laughs> on Insta or TikTok or Facebook or whatever, that in these little reels that are out and mm-hmm. we saw what we were doing and someone else did it, would you be going, oh my gosh, this is hilarious. Look right. at this. Okay. We got to laugh at
0: ourselves. Yep. <laughs> and yeah. Laughing at yourself is where that starts, I think. Yeah. Of being able to see it as, ah, oh, here we go. I'm usually smarter than that. And I can kind of just laugh at myself. Yes. And see, see that, yeah, that's actually a funny moment. That's a good thing. All right. So the last two, uh, there will be highs and lows in life and in marriage. Yeah. We're not always in sync. Uh, it's natural that we're not going to connect. And it's natural there will be times where we are in sync. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how do I keep this going? How do we capture this? I don't think we worry about that. Or we, should, we need to worry about that because it's just going to change. But yeah. realize it's okay. Yeah. If recover. Not, you can recover from it.
1: Yeah. If you're not in sync, it doesn't mean the end is. Mm-hmm. It's not. Everything's near. not going
0: wrong when you're not in sync, right? Because that's just a natural ebb and flow of life and people. Mm-hmm. And then the last one.
1: The last one. Do life with others. Yes. We've got to. Um, if if we're living in a vacuum with just us. Uh, we're not getting the richness of other people's experiences. We're not getting the richness of um, just living life together and their input and the community that that provides. Um, so we've we've got to be in community with other people.
0: Mm-hmm. And an opportunity to do that, summer 23, join the academy, and you get to li- really do life with people. Yeah. Because the people that are on the academy coaching calls, and the people that are regularly in the platform on the academy level, you get to know them
1: mm-hmm.
0: because they are helpful and engaged and involved and vulnerable, mm-hmm. and that's the way we get to know people on a deeper level. And so, take the risk, be involved with people, invite some people in, and do do alongside them. Go go life. Yeah. Go lifing alongside them. Go There's lifing. a bumper sticker for you. Okay. Well, baby, thirty years. It's, that's a that's a huge milestone, and it has yeah. been an incredible journey. It's been
1: great to do this with you.
0: Well, here's to thirty more. Yeah. Well, this was kind of an interesting dichotomy if you look at the two different yeah, segments. Yeah, the two
1: opposite <laughs> ends of the scale.
0: <laughs> hey, I'll I'll be honest that there's elements of life where we've had thirty years together, as we were talking about in the first segment, but even the second segment with the extended content on the world of snooping, and invading each other's privacy there's still components of that where there's curiosity if i'll reach over i'll see a ding on your phone it's like what's that about who's that from right because you can get this comment of and i'll even do it when you're texting right beside me who are you texting but you ask (laughs) right but some of that motivation is still like what's going on here
1: i'm assuming you're not snooping on my phone are you
0: Ah. (laughs) i'll plead the fifth (laughs) i will say it has happened at times because we know each other's passwords so sure, there's times where you pick on, and I don't ever scroll through text or anything like that, but there'll be times I'll see, oh, that was your sister. Okay. And then it's fine. But there's still, don't we have these elements of life where it's just like, God, why can I not just relax <laughs> and know I'm with somebody that's good? Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. Because I'm good.
1: Okay, an enlightening ending to the Most show the right here, folks.
0: <laughs> that's kind of like the day has. Uh, that's the way our day has gone. Yes. There's <laughs> been quite a bit going on off the air, too. So this has been Passionately Married. <laughs> if we left something undone, let us know. 214-702-9565 or feedback at passionatelymarried.net. Wherever you are, however you've taken some time out to spend with us, thanks so much, and we'll see you next time.